Hi guys, it's Kara, host of Everyone's Business But Mine. And let's be real, one thing that makes the show possible is by selling sponsorships to advertisers. One way you can support us in getting more sponsors is by telling us a little bit more about yourself. You can do that by filling out a quick survey at the link in the show description. Plus, your answers are anonymous. They'll help us learn what you love most about the show and how to make it even better. The questions will ask you about the things that help advertisers understand the audience. It'll only take a few minutes, and it's an easy way to help the show. So you can find the link in the show description. Thank you so much, and stay tuned for the rest of the show. Life is full of what-ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard Fixed Indemnity Insurance Plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. One of the members in our church, like one of their daughter, like had a crash. When? Eject- Today, like last night. And she was ejected from the sunroof and fell down into a neighborhood. 30 feet drop off the freeway. Is she still alive? No. I'm excited to be here. Wear your seatbelt. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Everyone's Business But Mine with me, Kara Berry. So here's the deal, y'all. It's a holiday weekend for those of us in America. Happy Indigenous People Day to those of you who celebrate and choke for all of you who celebrate Christopher Columbus Day. Um, here's the thing, is that oftentimes these holidays creep up on me because many of you guys know I work with animals. I am a pet sitter here in New York. And so weekends or holidays and weekends for most people are not for me. I don't have them. But (laughs) I've been thinking this year that like, after just like the halt of last year, I've been taking a little bit more time for myself, a little more time to enjoy the view and giving myself a little bit more uh, free time. And so I'm doing that. And I'm sure a lot of you guys are like, okay, most of the time, if people say that they want more free time, then they just don't do a podcast. So what are you doing, Kara? I'm doing a mini, <laughs> mini episode this week, or this particular episode, just talking about things that have crossed my lap 
and have been talked about on the internet, um, just kind of like a shoot the shit as seen on the internet episode. Um, but here's the thing, Real Housewives of Salt Lake City and Potomac came out last night, and I didn't really want to do, like, a full recap again. This is, this is my idea for us, is that I'm not doing full recaps of these shows. Uh, but I will be starting back again, I think, next week. Uh, and, yeah, so just some, like, fleeting thoughts that I had from Potomac and Salt Lake City. Starting off with Potomac, oh. You guys, Gordon, he's nasty. Um, the, here's the thing. Like, I don't, ugh, why don't men know that, like, sticking your tongue out in a sexually suggestive way is, like, ew? And it's not giving what you think it's giving. It's actually giving the exact opposite, which is just the bile pooling up in my throat. It's gross. And I'm just feeling very bamboozled because we got a very different Gordon when we first met me and NG and he seemed very nice. He seemed like a, a family man, an attentive father, a good husband, a loving and you know, whatever. And then the man got half a shot of gray goose in his system and everybody was his victim. Mostly Karen Huger, who he was trying to hit on that last week when he was talking about how he's really attracted to white girls. And then this week he's saying that he spent what, 10 grand to spend two hours with Mia, which like, okay, you know, you might've been making some points on that one. I might have to establish a rate, an hourly rate for myself now that I'm thinking about it. Um, but yeah, I just think he's like a creepo and just, Ooh, I don't know. I don't know. Like, he has to know how he comes off. I, I, everything was just so fake. Like, last week when he had that, like, phone call from the car dealer, like, oh, I'm going to be getting Mia a, a G-Wagon. Uh, uh, no pun intended. Uh, it just felt like a lot of flexing. It felt very strange and forced, and I, I didn't like it. He's giving, like, ugh, I don't even know what has husband. I don't know. But what house husband I want to know more about is Ascala's husband because he was like, just like large and silent, which is what I'm into in a man. I want you to be like really tall and big and don't talk. That's it. <laughs> anyway, um, Candace, you guys, ooh, another rough week for our us as candy gals. Oh, man, as soon as I just like got wrapped up in the loving embrace and the comfort, if you will, of really embracing Candace as like a funny person, the foil, the good peanut gallery, um, she had to do this, just completely going off on Mia. And I know that there was some like back and forth or maybe confusion about whether or not Candace knew about Mia's mother and also when she knew based on which point she said your mama to Mia. Um, it's not, it's just not like a good look. I, I think she, oof, it was bad. So many romaine lettuces just wasted, lost in the sauce. And you guys, when, it, when I realized that all of this shit went down between Candace and Mia before they had even put their luggage in their rooms, I mean... That's art, baby. That is just classic. It's amazing. It's incredible. And this is why we love our girls. This is what they got in a fight before they had even gotten settled into the home. I love it. Absolutely love it. 
Shout out to Brown Dick Chris, who had to do another, like, Candace, come sit on daddy's lap while I have to talk you down from the fact that you just completely seem to black out in your rage of people and just go off on them. And you can't do that. And he gave her some very sage advice that I hope she uh, takes heed, you know, the more you come after people and the more you act like you're like defending yourself or you don't want people to talk to you that way, you might think that it comes off as like, I have boundaries and you're not going to disrespect me. But what other people see is that you sound really insecure and you sound like a hit dog who's hollering and you sound like somebody who is actually extremely bothered by what is being said about you. Um, and yeah, that's really how it comes off. Like nobody's understanding your translation of the events and she needs to grow up a lot. She needs to understand that, yeah, like, not everybody's speaking her language, not everybody's going to be on her team, not everybody is going to be this, like, soldier for Christ like she is, and it's a bad look, and you look, you're not doing what you think you're doing, because what you're really doing is embarrassing yourself, so... I love slash was completely annoyed by Giselle and Robin showing up late, which we knew that we, they, I knew as soon as they were like talking this big game in the group chat about how they weren't going to show up to, you know, this is Wendy's vacation because Wendy shaded uh, Giselle about not having a man and just bringing her luggage with her. And there was no explicit invitation with Juan. Um, you know, I knew that they were going to show up. I knew that they were talking cash shit. And I knew they were like, listen, we all know the dollars and cents of this show is that you don't get paid by the season anymore. For the most part, the majority of these housewives get paid by the scene. So they weren't about to cut themselves out of a check over this like fake beef. First of all, I don't really think Robin really has that big of a problem with Wendy. I think she was hurt, obviously. She feels some type of way about uh, Wendy, I don't know, like, not honoring whatever is going on between she and Juan in the way that she feels like it needs to be honored. But I think she really likes Wendy. And I think a lot of this, like, beef in their trauma, not trauma, but, like, turmoil with one another is because of Giselle. And that really sucks because, like, I like Ryan- Robin and I want to like Robin, But so often she ends up playing this like backup to Giselle and it's lame and it's lame. And I think she ends up like fighting battles that she doesn't need to fight. Really? Um, What else? I think that's it. I think that's it for them. Let's talk about uh, Salt Lake City. So, wow. Mary Martha Cosby. Wow. (laughs) What an adventure that we all go on every time with her. When she shows up to Whitney's house with Whitney's child, which I decided that naming her child Bobby is actually like pretty iconic. (laughs) Just a little red haired girl named Bobby. I love it. Um, But anyway, Mary shows up to Wendy's Whitney's house and is like, oh man, it's really been a day, you guys, because one of my uh, parishioners, one of the people at my church got into an accident. Her daughter got into an accident. She was ejected from the car. She ended up dropping 30 feet down a cliff and right into a neighborhood. And poor 12 or 11 year old Bobby is like, 
did she survive? And Mary's like, no, she didn't. So I'm really excited to be here, you guys. Yay! <laughs> what is wrong? What is right with Mary? That might be the better, more more appropriate question. What is right with this woman? God bless. She is a sight to behold. And I hope you guys watched her on Watch What Happens Live last night because she was hilarious. She kept doing this thing where like, <laughs> she would say really mean things and then look like shocked. Like, you guys, you guys are my people. And I know that by now, most of you have seen that clip of Wendy Williams talking about Brittany and her, not her husband, her Jamie and her mom. And, you know, she says death to all of them. But the best part of that clip is that people after Wendy says death to all of them, the audience gasps. And (laughs) then Wendy gasps as if she's surprised by them being surprised at what she said. (laughs) So, Mary kept doing this thing where she would say, like, like Wendy would ask, or excuse me, Andy would ask, um, who out of your castmates has the worst style? And she's like, do I just pick one? (laughs) And then she would make this face like, ooh, did I say that? (laughs) Very Urkel, very Urkelian in that way. Um, I love her. She's so funny. She's so troubled. She's troubling. You never know where you stand with her. It's just very unsettling. It's it's a lot. But you guys, I think she's necessary. And I think we all need to come to a consensus about Mary Cosby because she's one of the most, like, we all know that at her core, particularly what she's doing with her parishioners, with her church is uh, bad, Real bad, real bad. But do we give Mary a little bit of grace because clearly she was indoctrinated? Do we give her a little bit of grace because she was basically forced to marry this man that she does not love, didn't want to be married to? Or you guys remember, she was married. She was already married. And then she left her husband to be with Robert. And I mean... I feel really bad for her in that respect. It's really sad because like her life was kind of mapped out for her in a way that it it didn't need to be. (laughs) It did not need to be. But yeah, Mary. Wow. What a wild, wild person. With that being said, she has this conversation with Whitney and Whitney's talking about her issues with Lisa and how like bothered she is. And Mary does not seem of this earth. And I don't mean that in the Christian way. I mean that in an alien way. She always seems to understand what, like, relationship dynamics between other people. So she, I think Whitney didn't even realize where she was coming from and how she was really feeling until Mary told her, clearly, this situation with Lisa is bothering you because you want to be her friend. Something about you wants to continue to be in Lisa's life and to be a friend to her. So they're like, are you bothered or are you not? Because it seems like you're bothered and it seems like you want her to be friends with you. So I thought that was very introspective, very um, all knowing, if you will. Um, What else happened? Oh, of course the incredible meeting just to quote Dan from Come Through Queen, matriarch to matriarch <laughs> um, of Brooks Marks and Jen Shaw. 
it was interesting. Um, Jen's, I think maybe we need to, I don't know what we would call that hairstyle, like a soft crimp. Is it a soft crimp, a barrel crimp, if you will? I don't know, but it's, it's, um, it's jarring. It's a jarring look for, for our girl, Jen. Um, a lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag? Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. As we all know... When it comes to everyone's business, I like to mention it all, but when it comes to mine, I like to keep things a little bit closer to the chest. But that method doesn't always work when it comes to your mental health, and we all need a way to purge and get it out. Therapy is a safe space to do that and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down by learning positive coping skills and all the tools you need to help you be the best version of yourself. BetterHelp is entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. So you can just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. So get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash everyone's business today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash everyone's business. So they have their talk. Jen apologizes. She cries. I mean, was it a, a, a great apology since she didn't really own up to her actions? Like, Jen needs to stop playing in her face, Jennifer. We know that you might have somebody on social media who, you know, runs your social media accounts, but. We also know that you like to be on the internet, you like to be on Instagram, you like to be on Twitter, and you like reposting and retweeting shady things. And if that is not the message that you want to send, then you need to have a conversation with your social media manager. And by, quote, social media manager, I mean you, since clearly you're the one who's liking these tweets. Um, So she says, you know... even though I'm not the one who handles my social media, it is a reflection of me and it is representative of me. And so for that, I'm sorry. And I talked to my social media team about, um, you know, not doing that stuff anymore. And it's just, you know, it's hard to watch somebody lie in the face of somebody who's half their age. And that person knows that it's bullshit. Like, are y'all watching teen mom right now? Like, And I keep saying like, and I'm sorry. I hear myself. So don't give me a one-star review. I, I hear it. I'm sorry, and I'll improve. Anyway, um, Team Mom Young, not Team Mom Young, Team Mom OG. Amber and Leah, they're having this situation where Amber 
seems to be under the impression that Leah does not want to fuck with her. Her daughter doesn't want to fuck with her because years ago, Amber chose to go to jail instead of rehab to kick her addiction. Amber seems to be convinced that this is the complete, this is where the downfall between her relationship between she and her daughter, Leah began and that Leah just hasn't been able to get over it. When the truth of it, we all know the truth of it is that Amber's, Addiction has factored in, certainly, but it's also been the fact that she's just an, a shitty mom who doesn't really want to be there and didn't really try that hard to be in her daughter's life. And now poor Leah, who's smarter and more mature than she needs to be, gets her not- mom's number. And even though her mom, Amber, keeps making these half-assed, half-baked attempts at reconciliation and I just want to be in Leah's life and I want her to know that I love her, blah, blah, blah. Leah sees right through that shit. She's like, yeah, I, you did go to jail, but also like you've bit sucked since you got out of jail. So I don't really want to talk to you because I see what you're doing. Like you're trying to manipulate me into this emotion and trying to manipulate me into being back in your life. And I'm not going to do that because I already know what this is, is what this is. And it's bullshit. So no, not interested. And poor Leah is like 12. She shouldn't have to know that. So my point is that we have to give these kids more credit, but also Jen is deeply unwell and cannot really take uh, accountability for anything. And so I think in Brooks's mind, he knew this is the best apology that you're going to get out of Jen because she's incapable of regular human emotions and he chose to accept it. And I, I appreciate that. I loved Meredith coming to show up with her boy sitting at the bar so they can have a one-on-one talk, but like keeping tabs and, you know, she was, you know, one, eight, (laughs) you're right. FBI at FBI.gov admin at fbi.gov i've got this woman right in my crosshairs and she says one single thing about my sweet boy that's it i'm pressing send okay (laughs) she hit that shit to drafts as soon as she saw that brooks and jen had made up um speaking of meredith and you know if i'm gonna start this recap by calling gordon a creep i think seth might be a creep too they had a scene where they were having a boys night out with Seth and John and uh, what was Justin there? Whitney's Justin was there and Coach Shaw. Is Seth showing up to these things high? I thought that he was last week at that casino night. He seemed really stoned and his eyes were red. And this time he seemed really stoned, but his eyes were clear Something was going on. Unless Seth is just a lightweight, unless Seth had been drinking before the cameras were up, I think the man's coming up high. And y'all know I'm not mad about that. I love it. But I think we should tell the truth. He's giving Mauricio from a a couple years ago before we all knew the truth. Last week, we had this conversation between Lisa and Whitney in which Lisa is so interesting because I see you guys and I even have been known to do it as well. Stan, Lisa, but (sighs) there's something to her that it's almost Gretchen Rossi like in that she's so 
controlled and so conscious of herself that we're never really going to get the full Lisa. And there might be moments where we're like, oh, that's so funny, blah, blah, blah. But she's just so self-aware that it's hard to truly enjoy her because I don't really feel like we're getting the real Lisa. Maybe it's just because I don't feel like people like Lisa exist in this world and maybe I need to expand my mind. (laughs) But she seems like an uncanny valley version of a human. Like she came down here on a wave of Taco Bell, you know, five layer burritos and she's just figuring things out and it's not quite curling over for me. I don't know how to really explain it. It just, she just doesn't seem like she's capable of relaxing. So anyway, she and Whitney are having this conversation and she's trying to laugh through this. Oh, you know, I had a conversation with Zet with John and he was joking about how they want to be friends. John and Justin want to be friends because we're friends and or we're not friends and they're trying to work it out. And I thought that we were friends and Whitney was like, well, in my mind, we're not friends. And so Lisa's face was just like, Oh, so we're not doing this fake shit. So, uh, yeah, it was an interesting conversation. I I don't really understand, excuse me, why Whitney wants to be friends with Lisa that bad, but God bless you. Good for that. How much longer do we have until the real Jen Shaw shit goes down? It's not that I'm not having fun. I'm just curious. It's actually that I am having fun. That it, It's rare that I think like, oh my gosh, we have this big thing coming down the pike and like we have to get ready for it. I'm excited. I, I'm really liking the season. I think people are not as excited about season two as they were season one. But hold on, y'all. I think we've got good stuff coming. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hey folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Anyway, let's talk about some things that I just saw on the internet. Uh, Breaking news. (laughs) That actually was so... What? That I... What? I'm confusion. I'm really confusion. So, uh, Caitlin Collins, who is CNN's chief White House correspondent, she tweeted two hours ago, Bravo fans... 
President Biden and First Lady Jill Biden are currently attending the wedding of their nephew, Cuff Owens, who is marrying Real Housewives of Orange County star Megan King. Megan Justice King Edmonds, former wife of Jim Edmonds. I had seen, gosh, maybe two weeks ago that... Megan had posted a picture with Cuff. By the way, Cuff is his actual name, C-U-F-F-E. He is Joe's nephew by way of his mom. I guess Joe and Cuff's mom, Valerie, are siblings. So Cuff, I can't believe I have, this is his name. Cuff looks like... It could either go one of two ways. If you think about a guy named Cuff in your mind's eye, you're either going, you know, Chappaquiddick on a boat, has a family house on the eastern board, like wears croquis, unironically, that sort of thing. Or like is trying to hide the fact that he has money. And that is what I think Cuff is doing. He's got this long hair, kind of a hippie vibe. There aren't a whole lot of pictures of him on the internet, but you can see there is a distinct evolution where he went from like the croaky wearing dude to this sort of, is he in the Black Crows? Does he have a band? Why is he channeling John Lennon? That sort of thing. Um, So, I don't think they've been in this relationship for very long, you guys. (laughs) And I kind of love the chaotic nature of this. I often roast Kaylee Cuoco. um, And I don't like her. She's one of those actresses that or celebrities, really, that I just something rubs me the wrong way. I just don't like Kaylee Cuoco. But I do find her just flitting from one marriage to the other as if it's just whatever to be absolutely entertaining and hilarious to me. And this is what I'm enjoying about this, the chaotic nature of marrying someone so quickly. Why? Why? You guys aren't 19. You have children. The jig is up. Is she pregnant? Is she pregnant? This is wild. This is like a a wild turn of events. Megan King Edmonds really lives a life. She's almost like Linda Brody's mom. Linda Thompson. If You guys, if I had to be any white woman, it would be Linda Thompson. That was a weird thought that I had in the middle of the night. Just It came to me randomly. But I, I really felt that she's lived a life. She's really lived a life. Dating Elvis. Do you guys know that anecdote about Linda Thompson where she was dating Elvis? At, like, he, she was his last girlfriend, I believe. Um, or one of them. They were in bed watching the 76 Olympics. She sees Caitlin winning the triathlon and says, Gosh, I would love to be married to somebody like Caitlin. And then Elvis said, Over my dead body. And then Elvis died. And then what did Linda do? (laughs) She married Caitlin. (laughs) Love it. Iconic. That woman needs her own show. Mm. Um, Anyway. Wow. What is... Wow. Marrying a Biden. Even a Biden that we've never heard of. Iconic. Finally, I just wanted to talk about one more thing, which is that the Peacock's 
Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip trailer just dropped, and it looks good, you guys. Furthermore, furthermore, I think I'm going to have to stand Kenya for the very first time. It looks great. Check it out. It's like a a minute and a half of just really great behavior. It looks like the ladies are getting into it with one another. Teresa seems to be very vocal. There seems to be arguments between Kenya and Ramona. Kenya and Ramona. Ooh, I never thought I'd see the day. I am living. If anybody, if anybody needed to go up against Ramona, you guys see it. You're fucking with the vision, right? Wow, this is going to be great. I can't wait. I can't wait. Uh, with that, guys, I hope you have a beautiful end of your day. Um, announcement for <clears throat> future Patreon subscribers. So uh, this week will be the last week of my Tinsley Mortimer was going to be two-part, but is now a three-part series. And the next week, we're going to be talking about the HBO Max documentary. I believe the title is What Happened, Brittany Murphy. Woo! A two-part series about that. I cannot wait. Ugh. And with that, thank you guys so much for listening. Thank me for speaking. If you're able to give me a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, I would greatly, greatly appreciate that. Love you. Bye.